0: Hello friends, I'm Tara Quintana, a board-certified family nurse practitioner and IFM-certified functional medicine specialist who believes in utilizing functional medicine strategies in order to provide a more comprehensive approach for optimal health. The current model of care in healthcare is very lacking, which led me down the road of functional medicine. Functional medicine is a systems biology approach which looks at uncovering the root causes for the symptoms we're having in order to allow for healing versus simply applying a Band-Aid to the situation. I feel so strongly about this that I had to leave my conventional medicine practice. While conventional medicine thrives with acute care issues, there is much to be desired with regards to chronic conditions. No longer could I practice in an institution where volume of patients, rather than optimization of health, was its driving force. I started my own practice, specializing in functional medicine, where I work with my clients to uncover their unique story. Utilizing the functional medicine timeline and matrix, identifying the antecedents, triggers, and mediators driving the disease process, assists with getting to the root causes of the symptoms in order to allow for healing This personalized approach leads to improved health outcomes. If you want to work with me and live in Indiana, head on over to my website at www.thefunctionalnursepractitioner.com and click the link to book your free introductory call. Just a quick disclaimer that this podcast is meant for educational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose or be a substitute for medical advice from your practitioner. Also, if you like what you hear on the show... I would be real appreciative if you would leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from, and subscribe to the show. Let's dive in. This is episode 17 of season 2, number 69 overall. We've got listeners tuning in from around the world, including Australia, Kenya, and France. Today is going to be a fabulous show, my friends. I hope you are ready for this conversation. I am. Today, we're embarking on a thrilling journey through the fantastic world of fiber, the unsung hero of our diets. Get ready to unravel the mysteries of soluble versus insoluble fiber, how it works magic in our bodies, and why your gut microbes are throwing a party for it every single day. The 2020 to 2025 Dietary Guidelines for Americans state that low dietary fiber intake is a public health risk for the whole United States population. Increased fiber consumption may reduce the risk of chronic diseases, and we will talk about that in a little bit. We need to get more granular. This is too important, friends. The average fiber intake for American consumers from 2017 to 2018 was 8.1 grams of fiber per 1,000 calories. That is about 58% of the recommended 14 grams per 1,000 calories, and that's just the recommended amount per day, which may not be what is best for you. Shout out for personalized care. Let's zoom out for a second. What exactly is fiber? In the simplest terms, fiber is a type of carbohydrate that the body cannot digest. While most carbs break down into sugar molecules, fiber passes through the body undigested. This might sound a bit underwhelming, like being invited to a feast and not being able to eat. But in reality, fiber plays a crucial role in keeping our digestive system healthy, regulating blood sugar, and even preventing chronic diseases. But not all fibers are created equal. There are two types of fiber that you should be introducing at your gut dinner parties, soluble and insoluble. Imagine soluble fiber as the life of the party in your digestive system. When it dissolves in water, it transforms into a gel-like substance. This gel is a smooth operator, helping to slow down digestion, which in turn can help reduce blood sugar spikes after eating. On the flip side, we've got insoluble fiber, the silent but powerful guest. This type doesn't dissolve in water. Instead, it's the champion of keeping things moving in your digestive tract, adding bulk to your stool, and ensuring that your visits to the bathroom are regular and let's say, uneventful. It's the kind of guest that makes sure everything is running smoothly, ensuring no one overstays their welcome. Now let's turn our attention to the VIP guests in your gut, the microbiome. This bustling community of bacteria thrives on the fiber you eat. When you consume foods rich in fiber, you're essentially sending out an invitation to a feast for these microscopic inhabitants. As they munch on fiber, they produce short-chain fatty acids such as butyrate, acetate, and propionate, which are critical not only for the health of your gut, but your overall well-being. These fatty acids can help reduce inflammation, protect against colon cancer, and even help regulate your immune system. So by feeding your microbiome with fiber, you're not just keeping your digestive system happy. You're bolstering your body's defenses. That is just the tip of the iceberg with regards to short chain fatty acids. I've been thinking of doing a dedicated podcast episode on this vitally important topic. What do you think? Let me know if you're interested in learning more about short chain fatty acids and I will give you a shout out. Fiber is like the Swiss army knife of nutrients, versatile, versatile indispensable, and always ready to help out. Let's get into the top six benefits of fiber. Number one, digestive health. Fiber increases the weight and size of your stool and softens it, making it easier to pass and reducing the chance of constipation. Insoluble fiber acts like a brush, helping to keep your bowel movements regular and prevent gastrointestinal Problems. A meta analysis published in the World Journal of Gastroenterology examined the impact of dietary fiber on constipation by reviewing various studies. The research concluded that dietary fiber significantly increases stool frequency in patients with constipation, which suggests that it can help improve bowel movement regularity. Another study published in the International Journal of Molecular Medicine in 2017 looked at the impact of fiber with IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. The researchers came to several interesting conclusions. The study highlights the role of dietary fiber as a prebiotic that affects the intestinal microbiota by promoting the growth of beneficial bacteria such as lactobacillus and bifidobacterium. The fermentation of dietary fiber leads to the production of short chain fatty acids, which can suppress colonic inflammation by inducing T-cell apoptosis and reducing interferon-mediated inflammation. The research also dives into the interaction between dietary fiber and the neuroendocrine system, NES, of the gastrointestinal tract, which includes various endocrine cells and the enteric nervous system. These components respond to changes in the intestinal environment such as pH and pressure and can influence gastrointestinal functions like sensation, motility, and secretion. For patients with IBS, increasing dietary fiber intake to 20 to 35 grams daily is commonly recommended to help regulate stools and reduce symptoms like abdominal pain and bloating. Specifically, long chain, intermediate, viscous, soluble, and moderately firmable fibers like psyllium have shown effectiveness in improving IBS symptoms. While dietary fiber has several health benefits, including improved bowel habits and reduced inflammation, its supplementation should be tailored, especially for IBS patients, to avoid exacerbating symptoms. Gradual fiber increase is advised to mitigate potential negative effects on the gut. Number two, blood sugar control. Fiber, particularly soluble fiber, can slow the absorption of sugar and help improve blood sugar levels, which is especially beneficial for people with diabetes. A study published in the New England Journal of Medicine took a look at the impact of fiber on those with type two diabetes. This was a randomized crossover study where the researchers enrolled 13 patients with type two diabetes and assigned them to follow two distinct diets each for a period of six weeks. The first diet conformed to the American Diabetes Association's recommended moderate fiber intake, totaling 24 grams with 8 grams of soluble fiber and 16 grams of insoluble fiber, while the second was a high-fiber diet totaling 50 grams total, evenly distributed between 25 grams soluble and 25 grams insoluble fiber, made up of naturally occurring, non-fortified foods. Both diets were identical in macronutrient composition and caloric content, were prepared in a dedicated research kitchen. The researchers then evaluated and compared the effects of these dietary regimens on the participants' glycemic control and plasma lipid levels. They concluded that consuming a high amount of dietary fiber, especially soluble fiber, beyond the American Diabetes Association's recommendations, enhances blood sugar management, reduces excessive insulin levels, and decreases blood triglycerides in individuals with type 2 diabetes. Fiber can influence the secretion of gut hormones involved in glucose regulation, such as glucagon-like peptide 1, GLP-1. GLP-1 medications like Ozempic, are getting all the buzz, and we did a whole show on this topic, episode 31 if you missed it. GLP-1 helps lower blood sugar levels by enhancing insulin secretion and slowing gastric emptying. A review article published in the Journal of Nutrients in 2016 highlighted the role of dietary fiber in increasing GLP-1 levels, which in turn contributes to better blood sugar control and appetite reduction. This is a perfect segue into number three, weight management. High fiber foods are more filling than low fiber foods, which can help reduce appetite and lead to lower caloric intake. A research study published in the Annals of Internal Medicine in 2015 suggested that simply aiming to eat 30 grams of fiber each day can help with weight loss comparable to more complicated restricted diets. What I've seen in my practice is that most are not consuming 15 grams of fiber per day, let alone 30. And we just talked about the potential benefits of aiming for at least 50 grams of fiber per day. Could a low fiber intake be contributing to your weight management issues? Unlike short-term diets, a high fiber diet is more of a lifestyle change that can help maintain a healthy weight over time. A study in the Journal of Nutrition found that increasing fiber intake is associated with lower body weight and success in maintaining significant weight loss. Fiber-rich foods are more filling than low-fiber foods, which can lead to a natural reduction in caloric intake. This is because fiber adds bulk to your diet without adding extra calories, slowing down the rate at which the stomach empties and prolonging the feeling of fullness. A study published in the journal Appetite demonstrated that increasing dietary fiber can significantly impact energy intake and body weight. Number four, heart health. Numerous studies have linked high fiber intake with a lower risk of heart disease. According to the research published in ACS Omega, soluble fiber can help lower total and low-density lipoprotein. LDL cholesterol, known as the bad cholesterol, because it can form a gel like substance in the intestines that binds with cholesterol, preventing its absorption. A systematic review and meta analysis of prospective cohort studies published in the journal BMJ found that for every seven grams of fiber consumed daily, heart disease risk reduced by nine percent. At present, The average daily intake of dietary fiber amongst U.S. adults is around 15 grams. That is roughly half of the recommended daily amount. Ancestrally, we likely were consuming around 100 grams of fiber per day. That is a very big shift. Chronic disease is on the rise. Could low fiber consumption have anything to do with this? Number five, cancer prevention. There is significant evidence that eating a high-fiber diet can help prevent colorectal cancer. According to the World Cancer Research Fund and American Institute for Cancer Research, there is convincing evidence that foods containing dietary fiber protect against colorectal cancer. A meta-analysis published in BMJ found that an additional 10 grams per day of total dietary fiber and cereal fiber can reduce the risk of colorectal cancer by 10%, while consuming three servings, 90 grams per day of whole grains, can lower the risk by 20% with even greater reductions for higher intakes. These results underscore the significant public health implications of increasing dietary fiber intake. They reinforce existing public health guidelines advocating for more dietary fiber as a preventative measure against colorectal cancer, especially emphasizing the added benefits of cereal fiber and whole grains. Furthermore, boosting dietary fiber and whole grain consumption is likely to decrease the risk of cardiovascular diseases, including type two diabetes, obesity, and potentially overall mortality, therefore offering multiple health advantages by augmenting fiber intake and substituting refined grains with whole grains. Please know when I say whole grains and cereal, I'm not talking about lucky charms or tricks. I'm talking about whole grains and cereals that are free from ultra-processed ingredients, added sugars, chemicals, and genetically modified organisms. Examples include organic quinoa, which is known for its complete protein profile and versatility in cooking. Brown rice and wild rice are also excellent choices, offering fiber and essential nutrients without any unwanted additives. Oats, particularly steel-cut oats or old-fashioned varieties, provide a hearty, nutritious start to the day without any artificial ingredients. Barley, if you can do gluten, especially in its whole or whole grain form, is another awesome, wholesome option, ideal for soups and stews. Other notable mentions include organic millet, a versatile grain that pairs well with a variety of dishes, spelt, an ancient grain with a nutty flavor, and amaranth, which is rich in protein and completely gluten-free. Choosing these whole grains ensures a diet rich in natural, unprocessed foods, aligning with a health conscious lifestyle. Another study published in the journal Biomedicines in 2022 was specifically looking at the health benefits of dietary fiber for the management of inflammatory bowel disease. They concluded that a healthy and balanced diet should include enough of fiber from whole grains, fruits, and vegetables. Not a big surprise there, but let's keep going. Along with the global transition to more westernized Lifestyle, the amount of fiber in our diets has reduced substantially, exposing us to a variety of diseases caused by the loss of fiber's preventative function. IBD is characterized by chronic pain and persistent inflammation, which affects people of all ages. IBD may potentially raise the risk of colon cancer. With extensive studies revealing the benefits and characteristics of dietary fiber, it is more important than ever to assess the health benefits of high fiber intake for IBD patients. A fiber-rich diet can help reduce inflammation, modify immune response, repair the gut flora, and prevent colon cancer in IBD patients. It can also improve overall body wellness. This study was looking at those with IBD, not the general population, but it is very interesting information. Number 6. Longevity Dietary fiber has been increasingly recognized for its potential role in enhancing longevity. This connection is grounded in fiber's multifaceted impact on health, including improved digestion, reduced risk of chronic diseases, and enhanced metabolic functions. High fiber intake has been associated with the lower risk of dying from cardiovascular diseases and cancer the National Institutes of Health AARP Diet and Health Study of over 388,000 adults found that those consuming the highest levels of fiber had a 22% lower risk of dying over a nine-year period compared to those who consumed the least. Now, I can hear your stomachs rumbling, wondering how you can join the fiber party. Don't worry, I've got you covered. Incorporating more fiber into your diet is easier and tastier than you might think. You know I love a good list. I've got five tips to get you started. Number one, whole grains. Incorporating whole grains into your daily diet is a nutritious strategy to enhance your fiber intake. Start your day with a breakfast of cooked quinoa or amaranth, both of which are high in fiber and protein. They can be mixed with fruits and nuts for added flavor and nutrients. For lunch or dinner, consider substituting traditional pasta with brown rice noodles or buckwheat soba noodles. If you're gluten-free like I am, be sure to purchase gluten-free soba noodles as many have wheat added. Adding a side dish of millet or wild rice can also increase your fiber intake. These grains can be tossed into salads, soups, or used as a base for stir-fries if you're a fan of the crunch try adding a handful of air popped popcorn to your salads number two fruits and vegetables are your friends aim to fill half of your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal not only are they packed with nutrients but they're also loaded with you guessed it fiber apples berries carrots and greens are excellent choices i am a fan of starting my day off with a protein smoothie that packs a whopping 26 grams of fiber Friends, I travel with my Vitamix and make my smoothie every single day. That may sound excessive, it's not. It is necessary for me to feel my best. I have done the breakfast at the local cafe and much prefer my smoothie for how it makes me feel. If I'm really wanting something from a cafe or restaurant, I bring my smoothie with me and have that and. I have tried it both ways and simply refuse to neglect my health. And well being, I feel so much better. It solidifies my why. Why I changed my lifestyle and garbage diet that I had for many years and years. Do you have a solid why? It's one of the first things I discuss with my patients. What is your why? We did a whole show on this topic aligning health goals with life's purpose. Episode 62. If you're listening to the audio, I will link up the YouTube version right up here, and you can also check the show notes. Game changer, friends. I aim for nine to 11 servings per day. This may seem excessive, but trust me, friends, it was a game changer for my health. I'm a fan of variety. My salads are not just lettuce and tomato. There are so many colors and textures. I love to use both hot and cold components. I will insert a few photos on the screen For a little lunchtime inspo for those of you watching the YouTube version, if you're just listening to the audio, well, you will have to imagine or pop onto YouTube to give it a look. Number three, legumes, beans, and nuts. These are not just protein powerhouses, they're also fiber champions. Adding beans to your salads, soups, and dishes not only adds texture and flavor, but also gives your fiber intake a significant boost. A great hack to use beans, legumes, and nuts is to thicken other dishes with them. I am a lover of cooking. I've created hundreds of recipes. Go over to Dining with Tara on YouTube to follow me. I've thickened soups with beans, Use nuts to create a tasty sauce for pasta, dressings for a nutritious salad. I love air-frying chickpeas, And tossing them onto salads. So good. Number four, snack smart. Ditch the chips and reach for raw veggies, nuts, or whole grain crackers when you're feeling peckish. These snacks are not just healthier, they're also packed with fiber. I am not a huge fan of snacking in general. Our bodies really need four to five hours at a minimum between meals for a variety of reasons we will not go into today. And there are caveats. There are some who may not be metabolically flexible and need to eat more frequently, at least for a short period of time while getting more metabolically flexible. We did a whole show on this topic and I will link it up in the show notes to check out. Number five, hydrate. Drinking plenty of water is crucial when you increase your fiber intake. Fiber works best when it absorbs water making your digestive system run smoothly. We don't need to go into the multitude of health benefits of proper hydration, but you know there are many. Ensure you're getting roughly half your body weight in ounces. You may need more or less, depending on your activity level and other factors. Incorporating fiber into your diet is not just about adding bulk. It's about building a foundation for better health. By understanding the diverse benefits of fiber and the solid scientific evidence backing these benefits, we can make informed dietary choices that contribute to our overall well being. And on that note, I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Drop me a comment and let me know what you think. If you learned something today, share this episode with a friend, family member, or co-worker. If you're not already subscribed to the show, hit that follow button along with the notification bell so you never miss an episode. I've got a great year ahead of episodes coming your way. If you have an idea for a show, follow the links in the show notes. I would love to to hear from you. If you're not receiving my newsletter, click the link in the show notes so you can be added to the list. Every Friday, I send out tips, tricks, information that truly matters. Follow the link so you don't miss out. So many of you have reached out to me wanting to work with me. Some have even signed up for a free consult through my website. And while I have thoroughly enjoyed reading your emails and and meeting you through my telehealth platform. If you do not currently live in Indiana, I am not at the liberty to be your healthcare practitioner at this time. I am in the process of creating educational material that can transcend state and international lines in the form of masterclasses. I'm looking to bring into the fold a certified nutrition counselor and a certified yoga instructor. There will be special beta pricing as the curriculum develops. There is a waitlist and I recommend if you're interested click the link in the show notes. I am very passionate about health and wellness getting optimized. I have been on my own wellness journey for quite some time and want to bring as many people with me on this journey towards better health. Thanks so much for spending time with me today and I will see you very soon. Bye friends.